Welcome to Between the Sheets with Nick and Steph, a raw and honest exploration of all things sex, love and relationships. Hello and welcome to the Between the Sheets podcast with Nick and Stephanie. We are your amazing hosts, Stephanie Curtis, and I'm joined with Nick Tovey, my beloved partner. Hi there, and welcome. We're super excited to get this first episode of Between the Sheets with Nick and Steph off the ground. Um, thanks for joining us. So the way we want to really sort of do this initial intro episode is to have a little chat about who we are, what we do, why we do what we do, and what is this podcast, why we want to bring this to you guys. So... How about we start, and Stephanie can introduce herself a little bit, and talk a little bit about who she is, what she does. So, Stephanie, my darling, (laughs) um, who are you, what do you do, and why do you do it? Big questions, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) So, I am... I guess I'll talk about my career and yeah. my career path and what led me to that. Mm-hmm. I am a certified sexologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a previous registered nurse mm-hmm. and I do sex intimacy relationship guidance sessions mm-hmm. with people and also I do bodywork sessions. So that's kind of my career uh, title. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Can I just interrupt for a second? Just yeah. That word sexologist, yeah, it, it obviously has an implication of what it means, but I'd love you to expand on that. What is a sexologist? Yeah. So a sexologist is someone who has studied in the field of human sexuality. Mm-hmm. So people who are sexologists work in numerous different capacities. So um, there's people that work in research. Mm-hmm. So they're actually researching human sexuality um there are people who work in like a therapeutic um psychology kind of way um which is like you know sex therapists relationship therapists things like that Mm. uh and then there are educators so sex educators Mm. so a sexologist is kind of like an umbrella term for people working in those kinds of um ways and yeah i guess my emphasis i think i kind of Probably not so much the research, even though that does interest me, but it's very much an um, academic uh, path. Mm. I'm more interested in the, or, or more work in the educational and therapeutic ways with people. Yeah. 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 So it's been a, quite a journey to get here. Um, it's probably, um, people always ask me, you know, what led me to actually becoming a sexologist Mm. and I think it was little bits along the way there was this intense curiosity around human sexuality um even as like a young teenager and regardless of the sexual energy I was feeling in my own body there was just this fascination with how complex sexuality is in men and women and um, there was a curiosity to to want to know more to want to explore more and uh, I think I'm I, I really started this path for my own self, for my mm. own self-healing, you know, getting into the field of Tantra and conscious sexuality and then eventually becoming a sexologist. Mm. So, yeah, it's... um. So, yeah, tell us a little bit more about 
you know, your why? Why was that? What was it mm. in you that led you to want to learn more about those areas of life for yourself? Mm. I think it was an area of my life that I went into completely blind and had all these influences such as porn and what peers were saying and, you know, a lack of sex, sex education. And it really led me to make some pretty destructive decisions when it came to being intimate with other people. Mm. So there was a lot of early, I guess you'd say trauma and it wasn't, mm -hmm. you know, we have so many views of what trauma is, but I definitely traumatized myself because I didn't know any better. It's, I didn't know how to form healthy relationships with people. I didn't know how to be authentic in sexual experiences. I, um, yeah, it was just really, it was this unknown world that I thought I could just fake it and get it all, like have it all together, mm. act like I have it all together. And, uh, but there was this, this yearning and this knowing that more existed. There was like this, has been my experience and it's been pretty shitty, but I know that there's more out there. I know that there's a different way to do this, to do relationships and sex and all of that. Um, so there was this, yeah, this path that I, I went down, mm -hmm. um, you know, going to my first, Oh God, no, it started before then, but you know, going to like these womb journeys in, in Bali and jade egg ceremonies with, you know, a bunch of women and, being on my own and terrified and, <laughs> um, and then eventually going to my first Tantra festival mm. in Hawaii by myself. And, oh my God, it was terrifying. It was like, am I going to go there and be made to do things that I don't want to do? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it was actually where I learned to say no and I learned to have boundaries and have healthy relationships and, and all of that. Yeah. So yeah that's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah beautiful i think something that you know obviously we'll talk a lot about on this podcast are, are the areas of sexu uh, sacred sexuality and tantra because they're both uh, deep interests but also paths that we've chosen as part of our our life and our and our relationship and and our work yeah um, so that that first experience that you had at that initial Tantra Festival obviously talked about some of the really important foundational uh, qualities of being able to say no, owning your no, mm. finding your no, you know, how important is that? Um, and of course, that is probably something we'll talk about a lot on this podcast. But what were the things that for you personally uh, really stood out in those early experiences for you? Hmm... God, what was it? Finding a sense of wholeness within myself. Mm. Um, so it was like, I didn't even realize it, but I'd been living with this. I call it like the, the uh, white knight in shining armor complex mm. <laughs> um, where I was always seeking for someone outside myself mm -hmm. to make me feel safe and secure and, you know, whole and complete and these early experiences were teaching me about my own power as a sovereign being and, and how to really live from that place and explore my sexuality from that place of wholeness yeah. as opposed to lack and need from other people. Yeah, seeking something from somebody else. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. 
seeking for someone else to show up in a certain way so that I could. And yeah, it was, um, it was, yeah, really powerful. Just, um, and the early experiences was being around a bunch of people who valued relationships and intimacy and sexuality like I had always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was like, oh my God, these people are talking about it. Uh-huh. They're, they're um, really putting a lot of energy into making these parts of their lives great. And I want in because yeah. that's something that I always wanted for myself. Uh-huh. So so that yeah. sense of belonging yeah. to, to a, your, your group, you know, yeah. you find in your, your tribe. Yeah, something mm. so... Yeah, powerful time and really it took a lot of courage to actually jump in because there are these preconceived ideas of what those communities are like. Yeah, of and course. I still even have those ideas even <laughs> though I'm part of it. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful. So all that journey has brought you to this place where you're at now. So how mm. how do you work with clients? What do you do to help people, I guess, get to the place where you've gotten Mm. I think uh, so the approach that I like to take is rather than these this kind of big intense you have to change everything overnight and you have to you know have it all together tomorrow after this session that we're you know we're working in it's like implementing small things throughout your life so that eventually you you do have the the sex and relationship life that you deeply desire it's like everyone's so individual with where they're at on their journey. You know, Mm -hmm. some people know how to say no when, but they, um, they might be codependent in their relationship or, um, that, you know, there's such varied, um, circumstances that, uh, it changes from person to person, but I like a, a slow and, um, lasting changes. I think that's kind of how I like to work. Uh Yeah. And you do that through coaching programs as well as uh, one-on-one sessions, yes, body, yeah. body work sessions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Beautiful. So yeah, it's just I work with people who uh, come to me uh, uh, around anything to do with their relationships or sexuality. Uh-huh. You know, it could be dysfunction, it could be just desire for more, whatever uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Men and women? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And couples too? Or? Uh, no, I don't do couples. No. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. And so why, you know, here we are doing this little collaboration together. What hmm. do you want to do? Why do you want to do this? What hmm. do you want to get out of it? What do you want to express to our audience? How do you want them to benefit? Hmm. I think that i it's easy for me to forget that I live a very different life than other people because sex and relationships are something that I've spent a lot of energy and time (laughs) focusing on. And so, yeah, as I said, it's easy for me to forget that actually the way that I live my life and the the things that I know are actually of value to people because not everyone focuses on this. And there's a way that I think that we do relationship as well. It's definitely not perfect, but we definitely have some some things in, in place that, that make for a really mm-hmm. healthy, fulfilling relationship. And I guess I want to invite other people to to have that for uh-huh. themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. And to really, um, yeah, share things of value when it comes to relationships and sexuality mm-hmm. and intimacy. 
beautiful. Yeah. And I just like talking about this stuff. So it's a good excuse for that. <laughs> yeah. It's, this is just, you know, you guys being invited into mine and Stephanie's general chit chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is our day. This yeah. is our life. Yeah. yeah. Too many conversations we've had where it's like, you know, going for a drive and then it's like half an hour down this rabbit hole of something. It's like, people should be listening to this. We should be recording this. this. Oh my God. Awesome. <laughs> Don't want to toot our own horns. Oh, but... <laughs> absolutely toot, toot. <laughs> Yeah. Mm, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So that mm. is Stephanie. Mm. Over to Nick. <laughs> Nick Toby. Uh-huh. Yeah. What brings you here right now? <sighs> Who are you? Gosh. How did you come to be the man that you are? In this moment. Such a such a long story, but we don't have that long, so I'll try and keep it fairly short and succinct. Um, I guess, you know, on a broader level, I've, the, I, the areas of sexuality, of relationships, have been something that have been of great interest to me for as long as I can remember. I remember, you know, finding, finding sex very young, um, having becoming sexually active very young, so that became a big part of my life. It was something I enjoyed, something I wanted to participate in, something I wanted to explore as much as possible, and I loved doing that with with women, with uh, well, with girls at the time. Um, <laughs> and so it's always been a, a, a yeah, gosh, a, a real area of um, vast interest. And, of course, I've had lots of unhealthy and unpleasant experiences of that throughout my life as well. Um, and then in my... I became, I was married early. I had children. Uh, I did the family thing at a, in my early 20s. So I had a long experience of being in a, in a marriage, in a family unit, and uh, recognising... When once that f- relationship ended, uh, when was that about eleven years ago? Recognizing some of the unhealthy patterns that I'd played out during that time and during my relationships previous as well, and really seeing how I want to I want to learn more about myself in, and who I am in relationship, and um, and how to do that well, how to do that better. Uh, as well as all the areas of sexuality, and through a, through a, a, a pretty unpleasant experience in my early twenties, where I was assaulted and hospitalised, and had a bit of a near death experience, I then had post traumatic stress disorder and depression, and through that healing experience, I wanted to go and study and learn, and I eventually became a uh, a transpersonal psychotherapist and one of my key focuses and, and a mission if you like was to work with men and to help men uh, develop the skills to deal with life's challenges because that was something that I knew I sorely lacked um, going through my own experience and something that I saw a lot of in in the world, in my brothers, in the peop- the men that I I knew. So that became a real strong passion of of mine is to, you know, help help men. And what I realised through that work helping men, so much of what I was working with was 
the areas of relationship and sexuality mm-hmm. and um, and the, the the difficult part of that was that I was only working with half of the the equation I only had the men in my room or <laughs> in, on or on my call um, I didn't have their partners and so that became an area where I realized that I needed to sort of expand into into this area of work not only that it's just been a, an area of my own life my own personal journey my own personal exploration of really diving deeply into the areas of relationship intimacy sex and sexuality and recognizing how you know we're at a very strange and unique and different time in the evolution of humanity when we we've got so much so much has changed in such a short amount of time over the last few decades around in the in this area of uh, relationships and sexuality and we're really exploring and a lot of people have got a, a confusion and and uh strange ideas around what how to be and how to do this thing called relationship and how to you know what the what is it to be a man what is it to be a woman how do how do we do things and then of course throw into the into the mix the whole experience and an idea around uh around sexuality and the fact that we have the whole alphabet of the lgbtqi um dot 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 uh and how that's expanding and we've got uh, gay marriage is a thing. There's so much change that has happened in such a short time, mm-hmm. and it's a really exciting time to be doing this work. Mm-hmm. And and not only that, you know, on a very personal level, I want to do relationship really, really well. I know that relationship is really important. I want to do it well. I love doing it, and I'd love doing it with a person who I can meet, who can meet me, and. You know, I'm blessed the fact that we've got this. You know, me and you, we're in this relationship. We mm. do it pretty well. Yes, we have our ups and downs. Yes, we have our challenges. And that is part of what makes it authentic. That is what part of bringing this reality into the world is is uh, the fact that relationships are hard. <laughs> mm. They're not always easy. There's challenges that you have to face. So therefore, how do you do that? How do you meet those challenges? How do you navigate the 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 ups as well as the downs? Mm. So Beautiful. that's that's what I do in my work. That's what I do in my life. It's just there is the separation between life and work mm. has become extremely blurred. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> One thing that stands out for me after hearing all of that in, that I want to ask you about. Mm. I mean, we've spoken about this before, but I don't know how you can, you know, I love showing up one-on-one with people in my work and, you know, having a conversation with them and, and supporting them. How do you deal with two people in the room? Uh-huh. Like very different stories of what's going on in the relationship yeah. or, you know, like I, it seems like such a, an overload for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something that I know that whenever you come out of your couple sessions, you're like, that was awesome. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. you love it. So yeah. how is that process for you, you know, working with couples? <sighs> it's I love it. It's so it's so great, and and of course it's it has its challenges. It's um, when when you are dealing with two 
two different personalities, two different ways of seeing things, two different ideas of what's right and what's wrong, um, it becomes a bit of a challenge in order to, to, yeah, to really be able to see those two different versions as being valid. And I, th- I think that is one of the really key points in in that work is is the, is is really from the from the outset making sure everybody knows that both versions are valid mm. and that nobody is right and that the only way to actually progress through this session if we're going to make it a success is to let go of our need to be right mm. <laughs> and that is a really bloody good lesson for relationship in general yeah i was going to say that can like transfer <laughs> to the relationship absolutely. from this session yeah. absolutely yeah amazing i yeah. love that yeah and uh, i mean you you did describe a little bit what you want this to be this yeah. podcast to be is there any anything else you want to speak into that sure um and i think I mean, you mentioned it a little bit as well, but this idea that, you know, here we, you, you've, you guys have got the ability to listen to two people that not only are in relationship and are navigating this themselves, and we're literally on the front line doing this in the trenches with you guys. So <laughs> we're trying to work it out as much as anybody else. Yeah. And it may be that in certain episodes of this podcast, we're going to disagree. We're going we're gonna to have uh, shit come up and that's okay. That's authentic. That's raw. That's real. Uh, so that is something that I really want to bring to this podcast is mm. the fact that we are in the trenches with you guys. And at the same time, we do this for our work. This is our work. This is something we, we know some stuff about. Yeah. And of course we don't have all the answers, but we've made this our life's work and so therefore there's a shitload of value there for mm-hmm. people and I, I I really want to be able to bring that to the world in a way which is real which is authentic and which is useful mm. and of course I really we're going to be bringing other experts on as guest speakers and, and interview uh, other people that have their own level of expertise in their field to bring that, to make this vibrant, to make it alive, to make it um, progressive. Hmm. Uh, but ultimately, my intention, my mission in the world is for everyone to be fully in love with everybody and <laughs> with themselves. <laughs> you know? That's quite a stretch. But... <laughs> <laughs> Let's aim high. Huh? Yeah. Um, and to be able to do relationship really, really well. No one learnt this shit at school. No one got taught how to do relationship. And we all struggle with it. We've all got our resistances to intimacy. We've all got our fears and our doubts and our self, uh, self-judgments and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And yet we all want deep, intimate, passionate, fulfilling relationships. Yeah. So how can we together work out how to do that? Mm. Lovely. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting thinking about what the possibilities are with this podcast. I mean, I've already got a ton of ideas and really excited to also bring other people on and and listen to their perspective around relationships and sexuality and intimacy. And I also would really like to encourage anyone listening to this who has any questions or anything specific that they want to 
know about that feel free to get in contact and Mm. and ask away because it's always you know we can go on our spill and talk about all these things and and really if there's something that's burning in your life in your relationship then it's uh it's an opportunity for us to explore that as well absolutely Mm. absolutely and i think that's something we'll do periodically is actually put out uh, Q&A episodes so people can have that opportunity to send in a question if they've got something specific for themselves something that they're exploring or grappling with um, they can send in that question and we'll address it in the podcast mm-hmm. um, also I think it's really worth mentioning that you know Stephanie and I we have our own work we do work independently from time to time we do collaborate we do run workshops together and something else we are uh, collaborating on is the the Eros Festival which is really exciting so if you're in or around Sydney or if you feel like flying to Sydney on the 24th and 25th of August this year and um, we've got the Eros Festival happening in Glebe Town Hall in Sydney and you can check out the information on erosfestival.com um, that is a super exciting collab that we've been we 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 launched it last year it last year 2018 was the first year and it was amazing it was a great success and this year we've learned a lot of how to put on a festival so it's improved it's better it's bigger it's longer um, and we've got such an amazing array of facilitators and, and and educators and and teachers in all the different realms of conscious relating sexuality bdsm all sorts of uh aspects of this world mm. super awesome couple of days um yeah check it out on the website yeah yeah it's a real honor to bring something that you know i hope i i had my first experience with this world through a, a festival mm. through a tantra festival specifically and uh yeah i feel really blessed to be able to give people this opportunity to explore this world. It's yeah. almost just like a taste a weekend. And, you know, that, that's not like to say that you won't go deep and have these profound shifts, but it's like it's a really accessible way to explore this world. The, the things that we're talking about, um, the, the things that matter to us is, yeah. is what's going to be there. And, and that feels really, really amazing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to to sort of bring start to bring this to a close, but before we do that, I want to ask your opinion on what it is that makes for a good, happy, fulfilling relationship. No, <laughs> oh, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, self responsibility. Mm-hmm communication self-acceptance and acceptance of the other I think you know the core of it is knowing that it's a choice and uh, mm. knowing that being in a relationship is a choice that I'm making every day you know that's something that even I can easily forget and you know and I I think about where my freedom's limited or, you know, go down that rabbit hole of stories. And then it's like, actually I'm choosing this. 
And with that choice, I can either do it well and do it with, um, how do I put it? I can do it consciously, you know, I can do it with awareness and I can, I can show up in it authentically. Um, or I can just do it mindlessly if I wanted to. So it's like, (laughs) I better choose the the former. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So I think that choice that it's, we're choosing to do this. Mm. And, uh, and that's a beautiful thing as well, I I guess for you. and, And I know that you choose to be in this relationship with me. It's like this person is actually choosing to go down this path. And that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy or, you know, I'm choosing to go through challenges with you mm. by signing up to this relationship. I think that's really important. To, yeah. Yeah, I really love that. Mm. Uh, it's can be, it can feel at times, and I know we've all been there at times, is that we feel like we're victimized by the relationship mm. or by this other person for being in the relationship. And, yeah. and ultimately, yeah, if we can reframe that and come back to this idea that actually I'm choosing, I have freedom, I can leave. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to. Today I choose this. Yeah. And today I choose this. And this moment I choose this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even if it's shit. Yeah. Even if it's uncomfortable. Even yeah. if I hate you. <laughs> what? You hate me? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, beautiful. Mm. I like that. And, you know, that first point you brought around, I think I would totally put that at the top of the list as well. Self-responsibility. Mm. Taking ownership for our own stuff. Yeah. And not putting that on the other, not making the other person responsible for our own emotions. Yeah. And that's not to say that people can't be right or wrong. Uh, not right or wrong, but they can't be at fault. You know, if you go and do something and you cheat on me or you, you know, whatever, um, that's going to cause me harm. That's not to say that, oh, well, you take responsibility, Stephanie, because, but my reactions to things are mine. Yeah. And they're not something that you're doing to me or making me feel, you know, I think that's a, yeah. Yeah, recognizing that of yeah, absolutely. Of course we all have self-responsibility, we have sovereignty and we choose the relationship, so therefore we choose to take care of each other mm. and do things that do not in, inflict harm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that there's a there's a place we can get to and I see this a lot in our community around um choosing sovereignty in spite of anybody else Mm. and what i mean by sovereignty is just that independence you know being responsible for our own self choosing ourself above everything else and anyone else and in that way forgetting the fact that actually you know my my actions have implications on the world around me yeah yeah. (laughs) and that other people are going to be uh, impacted by my behavior by my choices and that doesn't mean that we we choose them above ourselves. It definitely doesn't mean that. But it's this it's this transition between that codependence to independence to then when we can become interdependent. When it's like, okay, I I am you, you are me, and I am my own individual. You're your own individual. So there's mm. the us, there's the I and the we, mm. and they coexist. Um, yeah, so we do we do have an effect on each other. We do create each other's world 
mm. and to some degree. And yet we're on, we can only take full responsibility for our own actions and our own feelings. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I wrote this really nice, put this really nice post up the other day that I was inspired to. It's this idea of I'm responsible for my own inner child and I'm going to ask you to hold me so I can parent my child well. Mm. So this, this is the not needing to be held to, so somebody else is going to make it better for me, but I'm responsible for helping myself, for, for looking after my own internal landscape um, and knowing that in order for me to do that well, sometimes I need support. Mm. So that's where that interdependence comes in. So I can I can do this well. I am independent, and I can do it hell of a lot better if I've got your support. Yeah. If I've got your backing. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh huh. Stay tuned for next episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what sort of things are we going to explore? I wonder mm. in this in this podcast. What? Mm. <sighs> Gosh, I I, th- I see it as being very. Uh, you know we we come up with ideas very intuitively and all of a sudden and so just going with that Mm. um just our world anything to do with sexuality and intimacy Uh that could be like tantra and bdsm and power play and also more of like i i really would love to explore things like um, what was that idea that I had yesterday? Was, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I told you. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you about um, like uh, how the primal animal oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. aspects of ourselves yeah. play out in relationship. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. yeah, things about communication and boundaries and just basic skills with the relationship. I'd really like yeah. to be exploring these. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's there's the... Gosh, the the possibilities are endless. We can go in so many different directions. And I think it's also really, really important to just come back to the foundations. You yeah. know, the foundations of of relating, of simple effective communication, of emotional responsibility, mm. of how to deal with conflict, how to fight well. Mm. <laughs> um there's so much you know, basic foundational skills that people just struggle with. Yeah. And let's face it, guys, <laughs> intimacy is hard. It fucking sucks at times. And so it we are we are learning. We are learning and we're in this with you. So <sighs> come along for the ride. I'm sure you'll <laughs> enjoy it. I'm sure you'll get a lot out of it. Um I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Yeah. Um, and I wonder where, if you wanted to share where people can find you Absolutely. in the meantime. Absolutely. Yes, that's a good idea. So for me, you can go to nicktovey.com, which is N-I-C-T-O-V-E-Y.com. And what about you, Stephanie? Uh, so stephaniecurtis.com, uh, stephanie-curtis.com, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, hyphen Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S.com. Uh, or my Instagram is a good place to follow my work as well, yeah. which is Stephanie underscore underscore Curtis. Uh-huh. Same here. So Nick underscore Toby on Instagram, Nick Toby on Facebook. 
Uh, that's about it. Yeah. And, and of course, yeah, the erosfestival.com, as we mentioned before. Yes, beautiful. All right. All right. I'm looking forward to next time Yay! with you. Yes. We have launched <laughs> Between the Sheets with Nick and Steph. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have a beautiful day, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.